This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Pip? Mm. Pip? Mm. Pip, wake up. Mm. Mm. Oh, what time is it? It's the 4th of April and it's 6 a.m. The 4th of April? That means... It means we've just got one week left until the launch of Season 3 Part 2. And it's not going to riot itself. Crap! We, we better get cracking. Right. 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 Righty-ho. Um... Coco? Oh, yes. You're in luck. It's my own recipe. Melted Norwegian fried chocolate with a pinch of chili. So, season three. Where were we? Um... Um, Moscow. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was Russia. No, I, I'm confident it was South America. No, no, because there was something about a prison. I remember. Amelia was interviewing a telepathic fetus with a Spanish accent. <laughs> You're clearly tripping. All right. I know how we're going to settle this. I think we need to remind ourselves exactly where we left off. Good idea. Let's go back. Do you mind if I smoke? Go for it. Do you mind if I blow bubbles? Excuse me? It helps me think. that far back. Oops. Welcome. Do you mind if I smoke? Do you mind if I throw darts? Uh, Excuse me? It helps me think. Uh, That's season three. That's Amelia interviewing Matteo. Matteo? Who is he again? He's that incompetent guy from... uh, the Incognito Project, a rival company to the Amelia Project. But why was Amelia conducting the interview? Don't you remember what happened to the interviewer? Sure. He, um, went on holiday. Oh, come on. I'll attach one padlock here. Yes? And another one here. Right. Not too tight. Oh, uh, no, don't worry. Still got a bit of wiggle room. Ouch. That, that's, um, <clears throat> that is a little tight. Shh. Press the intercom. Excuse me? Darling, you're going to press the intercom and tell those two Italians that you need some fresh air. You're popping out to get some chocolate. Uh, um, uh, uh, Do you feel that? Um, what's that? That's a gun. Any funny business, and I'll use it. Now press the intercom. But my hands are chained behind... I said press the intercom! Uh, uh, Just um, do it! Uh, um, uh, 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 Salvatore, I need to get the office out of my lungs for a bit. I'm just popping to the corner shop for, a uh, Kit Kat. Back in a jiffy. Right, 
right. The interviewer was escorted out of the office. And put onto a plane. What type of plane is this? By the sound of the engine, I'm getting an Antonov An-148. Ha! Told you, he's taken to Russia. Ah, oh, I guess it was Russia then. Well, in that case, do you want a bit of a vodka to go into that cocoa pit? Don't mind if I do. Go. <laughs> oh, careful there. Nastrov. <sighs> so, you were saying the interviewer ended up in a prison. What was it called again? I don't know. You wrote it. No, I didn't. That was you. Was it? Golovinov or, or Golovkin or, or something. Let's check. Welcome to Golovin. Charming place. The securest prison in Russia. Why am I here? You should be flattered. Golovin is heavily overbooked. Golovin. I remember now. The prison wasn't quite what the interviewer was expecting. Um, well, in you go. Well, fry me like a kipper and call me breakfast. Is it to your liking? My desk, my armchair, my cabinet, my bookshelf. Oh, it should all be there. So he's in a prison cell, which is a replica of his office back in London. The difference being that he can't leave and that it comes with a man called Oleg, who transcribes everything the interviewer says. Oleg. Are you writing down everything we're saying? Yeah. Uh, that was yes. Why? <clears throat> no, no, let me guess. You're making a transcript for Boris. Yeah. Oleg, would you care to elaborate on what this is all about? Yet. That was no. You just say two words, yes and no. Yeah. Nothing else. Yet. Well. This is almost unusual. But something was going on back in London as well. Do you remember what? Yet. Do you want to listen? Da. But first, uh, could I get a little bit more cocoa? It'll help me concentrate. It's very plot-heavy. And we're just a few episodes into the season. Let's go for a cocoa top-up. Definitely. Whilst we go and fill our cups, we could have an ad break. Okay, but then let's make it a fun one. I prefer the fun ones. Like the one with the kitten. Or the one where Alvina nearly exposed the Amelia project on the internet. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ah, this cocoa is delicious. I feel completely re-energised now. Ah, me too. Let's keep going. Let's, let's find out what was going on in London. Let him go, Mia. 
Jackie Williams and Mia Fox, CIA. What? That's right, honeysuckle. Game's up. Christopher Haynes and Henry Cole, MI5. What? Are you bullshitting us? Well, I was about to ask you the same question. Show us your badges. Show us yours. Show yours first. Let's all show our badges on three, right? One, two, three. Well, this is awkward. That's right. Cole and Haynes aren't the only ones trying to track down the Amelia Project. CIA agents Jackie Williams and Mia Fox are hot on the trail too. And with the interviewer gone, Amelia has to take care of the clients. That's why she was interviewing this Matteo guy. Here's my card. Tip. <laughs> T-I-P. Okay. What's T-I-P? The Incognito Project. And what does the Incognito Project do? Well, we make people disappear. Get out. Our coffins are state-of-the-art. Oxygen tanks, back massage technology, broadband. We pop some protein bars in the deceased's pockets. Boom. They survive for days. Yes, it turns out Matteo isn't a client. Instead, he's offering the Incognito Project services. He knows the Amelia Project is on the run from MI5 and offers to fake their deaths in return for the Amelia Project surgeon. Oh, but she sent him packing, though, didn't she? So, you've made up your mind? We, uh, we have a deal? Right now, there's just one decision, and it's for you. Oh, <laughs> yeah? What's that? Do you want to leave with or without a dart stuck in your bolly balls? It's all coming back to me. The team have to vacate the London office before Matteo reveals their whereabouts to MI5. The interviewer has told them to board a plane to Moscow to join him, and Amelia and Alvina hail a taxi while Joey and Salvatore load up the van. Seatbelt. All the cinturons are over coglioni. Seatbelt. Okay, okay, va bene. Did you hear that? No. Thought I heard something in the back. What was that? Hey! Yeah. Who's there? Your hands above your heads. Oh, porca puttana, mamma Looks mia. like we got here just in time. We're only going to Tesco's to get some loot. Oh, uh, you box up your office every time you go to Tesco's, do you? Shit, Cole. Look. What? The others are getting into a taxi. Two women and an Egyptian mummy? The man who looks like a mummy is Todd, a butcher who makes pies out of... Ah, uh, can we skim over that bit? It's just that this cocoa and vodka has made me a tad queasy and I don't want to, uh, you know... Do you want me to go get a bucket? No, 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 I'll, I'll be fine as long as we don't talk about Todd. So, Cole and Haynes are in striking distance of Amelia and Alvina, but something happened. Something happened involving Mia and Jackie. We were this close. Where's the taxi? Fuck knows. You scared them off. You idiots. Haynes. Haynes. What? The Italians. Oh, shit. Italians? The van. They mustn't get away. Nobody here. Oh. Morons! You should have told us to start by securing the van. If you hadn't handcuffed us, we'd have the ringleaders by now. Cretins. Clowns. Guys, guys, check the bag. What? There's a zip bag in the back. Jesus, there's a corpse 
in there. No, it's not a corpse. The surgeon. Sorry? The surgeon. At least we have the surgeon. Oh my god, they've got Kozlovsky. Why did you write that he drugged himself and is napping in a body bag? Uh, because he hates car journeys? I don't know. It, it seemed like a good idea at the time. Well, Kozlovsky is in a pickle now. At least back in Russia things are going well. The interviewer is continuing to run the Amelia project from his prison cell, helping clients disappear. Clients such as... Tell me, why are you in prison? Uh, I stole a loaf of bread. <laughs> Golly, how very limiserable of you. Excuse me? Quite the Jean Valjean. Do you sing? No. Pity. And? Why are you typing on a laptop whilst walking? Hello? Sorry. I have to get this chapter finished in the next 60 seconds or it all goes from pudding to poop real quick. Oh, and? Meet us in the cleaning cupboard on level 4, block A, in one hour. Now, scream. Sorry? Scream! Or one of my favorites. Listen, do I know you? Now that we're not squashed under a human pyramid, your face seems rather familiar. Are you by any chance Clara Knopf? The very same. What an honor. I recognize your face from the back of your book. I absolutely loved it. You know my book? Do I know it? <laughs> a catalogue of British nipples, the thousand most intriguing nipples in the UK. I mean, it's one of a kind. <laughs> Hang on, Einstein, those last two were Patreon episodes. How does one get hold of those again? By going to ameliapodcast.com, clicking on support the show and becoming a $5 patron. It means you get access to all sorts of bonus content and... It provides the team with some cocoa money. That's right. That's how I could afford to buy this cocoa. I stole the vodka. If you're listening to this, please help us buy more cocoa. I remember now. The last client the interviewer saw, that was the president. Yeah, I do remember them going to the Kremlin, yes. What can I do for you, Mr... Presidente Julio Che Rodriguez Alvarez de la Fuente, Mayor General of the Panaraguan Freedom Army of 1972. I remember that Julio wants the interviewer to fake his assassination and bring him back as his nemesis, Pablo Perez Garcia. And it all went without a hitch. Without a hitch. There's a hitch. Damn it! Damn it! What is it? Your team. Yes? Has gone missing. What do you mean, they've gone missing? Disappears. Is this a joke? Because it's really not the time, Boris. It's not a joke. What happened? The surgeon and the Italians never reached the embassy. What about Alvina and Amelia? They boarded a plane to Moscow, but the plane... Yes? Well, it's... Don't say disappeared. Do not say disappeared. Disappeared. God damn it, man! What kind of amateurs are you? How can you lose track of a plane? How is that even possible? I told you I need my team! Look, you managed perfectly well with Mylin! 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 Mylin was peanuts! This is different! I mean, how am I going to change Julio's identity without a radius surgeon? It can't be done! You can't do it! No! Not without my team, no. You have to. Or else? Or else I'm screwed! Which means Michael's screwed, which means I'm screwed, which means you're screwed. 
which means we're all going to have a jolly reunion in the Golovin basement. Amelia and Alvina didn't land in Russia. They landed in... Oh, God. What? We're in Panaragua. 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 Okay, fine. <laughs> you are right about Panaragua. Remember, the interviewer met an old acquaintance back in Golovin. Ant! Yeah, well, panda ants aren't actually ants. They're a type of wingless wasp known from the mutility family. Ant! It does look like an ant, though, doesn't it? Uh, don't let its cute appearance fool you, though. Panda ants aren't called cow killers for nothing. Their sting is fierce. Oh, for God's sake, ant! Oh, hello. What was ant doing in Golovine? That makes no sense. Well, it turns out that Golovine is no ordinary prison. Have you met any of the other Block D inmates? Oh, I try not to socialise with arsonists and axe murderers. <laughs> this isn't where they keep the criminals. This is the VIP block. What do you mean? This corridor is home to some of the brightest brains in astronomy, linguistics and computer science. And they put me with you? Hiroshi, next door, is Japan's most eminent robotics engineer. They captured and brought him here to create the world's first robotic ballerina. Well, fry me like a sausage. Then there's Abd al-Rahman Safar. The psychic? Didn't he go missing right after he was on the late show with Stephen Colt? Oh, I see. Well, he's right here in cell 233 using clairvoyance to help the Russians obtain state secrets. Well, dip me in ketchup and call me a French fry. Ant was there to create a new cyborg for the Russians. But now he has to help the interviewer transform the president into Pablo Perez Garcia. But, <laughs> but that's impossible, isn't it? Well, no, not for a genius like Ant, surely. Next, we're going to need web spinner silk. It's one of the strongest natural fibres and ideal for skin grafts. We're going to have to move Julio's nose slightly to the left. Now, how do we do that? Well, we could always try the Canadian woodcutter bug. The Canadian woodcutter bug? Look, do you want me to try this thing or not? I... That's definitely going to work. Well, somehow we're going to have to make it work. What do you mean? We have to write ourselves out of this madness. The team split between two continents, pitted against each other on opposite sides of a civil war? I mean, what were we thinking? I don't know. We've really written ourselves into a corner this time. Ugh, and I thought that the Percy episode was taking it too far. You are lucky, though. Yeah, you are. Because I've got just the thing to give us some more inspiration. What's that? A birthday present. Oh, I thought you'd... Fourth of April. Of course I didn't forget. Happy birthday, Pip. Verve Clicquot. Let's crack it open and get writing. Uh, I've already had rather a lot of that spiked cocoa. If I want a clear head for writing... Oh, believe me, the more of that Verve Clicquot gets in your bloodstream, the better the season will be. Well, it can't get any more convoluted, can it? To Season 3, Part 2. To Season 3, Part 2. Launching next week. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, um, that telepathic fetus, though. That must have been a dream, right? Do you think I should go see somebody about that? That's a, that's a very weird dream to have. We hope you enjoyed this recap of Season 3, Part 1. And we can't wait to be back on your podcast feeds next week. If you are a patron, you can log on to the Patreon page now to listen to the new full-length bonus episode, Clara Knopf. It contains human pyramids, a potato-peeling challenge, 
and nipples. That's all I'll say. If you're not yet a patron, why not join our Coco-loving community? It's a great way to support the show, get bonus bits and bobs, and behind-the-scenes access, such as regular livestream Q&As. Every new patron makes us so incredibly happy. For more info, visit ameliapodcast.com, click on support the show, and we've got a video there explaining exactly how Patreon works. Again, that's ameliapodcast.com. We'll be back on the regular feed on the 12th of April with episode 34, Pablo Perez Garcia. See you then. Vocal core, though, you don't get weird dreams for vocal core. That's, that's safe, isn't it? Yeah, I'll have some more. Oh, darn, that stuff is good. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Hi, we're the narrators of Midst. What's Midst? It's very simple. It's a weird, surrealist, fourth-wall-breaking, reality-bending, science-fantasy space western about a small, doomed planet floating in a cosmic ocean of spooky darkness. Upon whose alien landscape an ensemble cast of characters, including a crotchety outlaw, a freakishly virtuous cultist, and a diabolical businessman, make awful decisions and fight like hell to survive when the moon falls out of the sky and a large number of terrible things happen in rapid succession. It's exciting, it's funny, it's scary. It's got neat sound, weird music, amazing visuals, and every episode comes with bonus content you can read and examine. Midst is performed solely by yours truly as the three of us narrate all the action, play all of the characters, and bend a lot of the rules about how telling stories is normally supposed to work. Midst is pretty fun, very strange, and it feels like VR for your brain. We believe you'll enjoy it, or maybe you won't, but there's really only one way to find out. You're going to have to listen to Midst. Midst.